when we're working with clients, it's, it's always about making it easier, it's always about making it more enjoyable. And if you can find a replacement that gets less calories in, um, is a healthier option for the client, and it matches up with their root cause desire, then they'll be able to stick with it long term. And that's what we're looking for. So much of the fitness approach is short term fixes of like, okay, we're just gonna you know, work out every day, we're gonna have chicken and broccoli, we're gonna lose a lot of weight. And we will short term, but those old habits will work them way in if we don't find proper replacements for that. Hi, I'm Scott Schutte. And I'm Dr. Janine Steester. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach with the Jock and the Doc. We are here to disrupt some of the current thinking around how the fitness industry approaches clients. Our goal is to educate and inspire fitness professionals to get the results, income, hours, and career that they want and deserve. Our combined experience in education in psychology and fitness create a new insight on ways to become the ultimate coach. Hello, welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I'm the Jock and this is the Doc. And today we're gonna to be going over the four things you need to know for long-term behavior change. And this is an important one. So a lot of people would agree that if you're wanting to make big changes for clients, if you're trying to help them with weight loss, that you need to get them to reduce calories, you need to get them to increase movement. But how do you get them to do that long-term? Like, What's the simple solution for that? So the beginner trainer would be like, okay, you need to cut out all these things that are your high calorie options. Uh, that might work short-term, but not very good long-term. The slightly more advanced trainer is gonna be like, okay, let's find a replacement for that, which is a step in the right direction. But the, the most advanced trainer is gonna find what matches up with the root cause for that habit. And today, the doc is gonna break down what are those four things and what, what do we do about it to get that long-term change. Yeah, so we use the acronym EATS. Um, you can reorder these four in any which way, but EATS just seems like a good way to remember them. And basically it's escape, attention, tangible, and sensory. So what do I mean by all of those? Well, the research has been looking at this for decades and decades about why we do the behaviors that we do. And what the research tells us is that all behaviors serve a purpose for us. And you don't continue a behavior if it isn't serving a purpose. So if I have a maladaptive behavior, um, a challenging behavior, an unhealthy behavior that I want to change, um, it's still sticking around because it's serving me a purpose. So the big thing is to figure out what that purpose is, what that root cause is, and when I know that, then I can replace it. So for example, um, escape. Escape has to do with that at the end of the day when we want to de-stress, when we want to get out of our heads about maybe something that we're working on or that we're worried about. Um, and so it says, okay, am I having a glass of wine just to escape, kind of have a different, you know, mind shift? Am I snacking because um, I just want to um, not pay attention to the work that's in front of me or my computer's open, I don't feel like doing it, and so I'm just eating just to kind of avoid that, put that off. So that's that escape. Um, so attention might be, for example, if I want to connect with people. So am I drinking that alcohol? when friends and family come over, or I go out to a restaurant and enjoying it as a form of connection. Tangible is a great example of um, when we feel like, gosh, I've worked hard all week and I really just deserve something. And so that can be uh, food, beverage, it could also be um, you know, retail therapy, whatever it is. But it's, I want something. This thing is, is to reward myself. And then sensory is kind of what it sounds like. It just feels good. So I might be a foodie and I might really like the taste or I just like the sensory experience of whatever it is and, and I just feel better with it. It just feels good to me and so I want to do that. 
So it's really important that when we're looking with clients and we're thinking about some of the behaviors that people want to shape, shift a little bit, reduce, and I know you see this a lot with anything from alcohol to our high caloric offenders, um, things that they just want to do a little less of. So if I think about this notion, for example, like I talked about escape, and I think about, okay, if I'm having my wine, and why am I doing that? Am I doing it because I want to connect with people? Um, well, then it's more the attention, not the escape, and I might need to find a replacement that allows me to still enjoy my time with them, but maybe not drink as much alcohol or shift the alcohol to something else that tastes good and that I can connect with. But if it is escape and I'm doing it just to unwind and things like that, then I need a different replacement behavior. That bubbly water is not going to cut it if the whole point for me is to escape. So then it might be going out and taking a nice long walk with um, my dog or reading a book or something else. So I'm really trying to pair those new behaviors with um, the root cause so that it can sustain that change. Um, tangible, again, that's another great one of do I want this because I deserve it? I deserve a really nice bottle of wine or I deserve to have dessert because I worked hard all week. And maybe you do, yes, don't get rid of that need or want but what can you replace it with? Or can you have a little less dessert? But it's important to think about, like, I still want to feel like I have something. Or maybe I get something, um, an accessory for working out that replaces that need. And then sensory, it feels good. Well, how does it feel good? Does it taste good? Is there an alternative? A lot of times, you know, um, we give clients ideas about, instead of ice cream, it might be flavored popsicles. They both taste delicious, and you can kind of have that sort of sweet, but maybe those popsicles are less calories and just a little bit better. So we kind of want to look at that. The big key here, too, is that the same behavior, one behavior, like drinking alcohol, can serve more than one function. So as I kind of highlighted before, it could be to connect with people, but it also can be just to get out of my head. So that's when we start asking clients and thinking about the environment. What environment is this behavior occurring in? Um, and when is it occurring? Because when I can look at that, I'm gonna be much better able to understand, is it escape, is it attention, is it tangible? What is it? So that's why we like to look at those four um, eats just to kind of see what's going on so that we can make the better replacement behavior. And this is a cornerstone of what we do with all of our clients that come in. And if you see some of our previous episodes, we go in, we get into goal clarification, we get into different ways to do measurements, we get into what are our big caloric offenders. And that, that big caloric offender is the one that we need to match up with what the root cause is. And so a lot of this is just the education for the client. So we have a whiteboard in our rooms that we're meeting one-on-one -on -one with clients and we're, we're writing this out. So it's, it is the EATS acronym. And it's educating the clients on ways to think about this. It's not that we have to have the answer for all of them of like, okay, you, you're having alcohol because you're escaping and then you should go for a walk instead. It's more of just exploring these different ideas because it's gonna be very unique. A lot of what we talk about is this has to be a very one-on-one -on -one approach. And so with that, you have to find a very unique um, match up for that replacement. And it might take some time, but it's, it's really about figuring that out. When we're working with clients, it's, it's always about making it easier, it's always about making it more enjoyable. And if you can find a replacement that gets less calories in, um, is a healthier option for the client, and it matches up with their root cause 
desire, then they'll be able to stick with it long term. And that's what we're looking for. So much of the fitness approach is short term fixes of like, okay, we're just gonna you know, work out every day, we're gonna have chicken and broccoli, we're gonna lose a lot of weight. And we will short term, but those old habits will work them way in if we don't find proper replacements for that. So spending time with your clients or even yourself thinking about like, why am I doing this? When am I trying to get out of that? And if you can find a better replacement for that, then it's a good long-term fix. Well, and it also helps people understand that it's truly a lifestyle change. So long-term behavior is a lifestyle change. It's not something you do in two weeks and then everything is just you know perfect, right? And that's why we see people like do something successfully for a bit and then say, oh, I put the weight back on or I got back into that old habit or those type of things. And so it's also an incremental thing. There might be a number of behaviors that we want to tailor a little bit, but if we can systematically start picking those high caloric offenders or just some movement and really start looking at what it is that it does for us and under what conditions, then people can really make those lifestyle changes um, in small um, nuanced parts. And in a future episode, we'll talk also about how long behavior change and habit forming takes. But the whole point is, is it's not overnight. It's not a quick fix. And so really digging in deep and understanding that behavior, the purpose it's serving, um, will really help our clients long term. So remember the acronym EATS. Escape, attention, tangible, sensory. Uh, use that for yourself, use it for clients. Find the replacements that, that match up with that and you're gonna have positive long-term changes. Until next time, see you then.